Hello to our early stage founders in Vietnam, our aspiring entrepreneurs, and those just curious about the entrepreneurship journey. This is not just another VC podcast. AVV Founders and Friends is here to share candid stories about the founders in the ecosystem, really demystifying and bringing light to their early stage journey, especially those first six to 12 months. I'm Adrian. And I'm Ho. And we're the hosts of the AVV Founders and Friends podcast. Ascend Vietnam Ventures, or AVV, is an early stage venture capital firm in Vietnam. Since 2015, we have been the most active seed investors here on the ground, having backed companies like Axie Infinity, Trusting Social, Elsa, and so on. We're here to find and back the next iconic tech companies arising from Vietnam. We have built a team with a lot of operational experience in the startup and tech space uh, across different markets, including Silicon Valley. And yeah, we'll be part of the journey for the next startups in Vietnam that will be market leaders, not just in this country, but in the region and also globally as well. I'm currently a partner at ABV. My main focus is on portfolio success, helping make sure that our portfolio companies will be able to achieve all the goals that they set out for themselves and reach their fullest potential. I've been in the VC space for about six years, having worked on multiple aspects of operating a VC firm. I've led deals, including Axie Infinity, Base, and uh, Peak. For 500 Vietnam, which was our prior fund. I'm a portfolio manager at 500 Startups Vietnam, and I work with Ascend Vietnam Ventures on portfolio success, portfolio infrastructure. Before joining 500 Startups Vietnam and the AVV team, I was a founder myself. So I've spent about 12 years in Vietnam working with early stage uh, tech companies. This is my second home. I'm really excited to be here, really excited to host this with you, Hope. So the first season of the AVV Founders and Friends podcast is called Two People and a Dog. What is this about? Yeah, so uh, this term uh, was the term that I first heard from a serial entrepreneur and a startup mentor. Um, when I reached out to him to chat about the different challenges um, that an early stage founder might have uh, with regards to leadership and building a team. Um, and I really like this term because it's so candid. It's so accurate, right? This is where we start uh, as any startup. Um, and you know how investors, VCs like, like us, we always uh, look for the right team. We always look for the best team. You know, we're, look, we're looking for the, a world-class team to build what you build. But how do you get there from this very starting point of having two people in a dock? Um, and that's what we want to uncover, right? That's what we want to unveil. Um, how do you go about hiring your first hires? Um, and, you know, these people are going to be very important to your business, right? It's not just the people, they're not just coming in to do maybe some of the work that you can't do yourself. But they play a very important role in shaping your team. And so it's a very, very critical decision to make the first few hires. Um, and we want to talk about that and help founders in this market understand um, and hear some of these stories and learn from some of the, the uh, lessons and um, best practices as well. You talked about the kind of excitement, leadership, vision. Um, fear and intimidation, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. maybe maybe the question is, um, 
tell the audience about an early team that you joined? Yeah. You know, I actually had a number of opportunities to join early teams. Um, some of these opportunities I took on, uh, like with Fire Vietnam and Ascend Vietnam Ventures. Um, I joined the team about six years ago uh, when it was essentially just being Eddie um, and a couple of associates, right? Uh, and that has been a very, very exciting journey. Some of these, uh, some of the other opportunities I turned down because I figured it was not the right fit for me. Um, and when I reflected back on how I made these decisions, I think it came, uh, it came down to, you know, whether or not the opportunity would give me the space to really explore my range, right? Um, and do a lot of things and make a lot of impact within the organization. Uh, but on top of that, there is also an element of leadership and learning opportunity that I was looking for, right? Can I learn from these teams? Can I work with these people and really, um, you know, tap into their knowledge and experience and develop myself? Um, when I joined Five Hundred Vietnam uh, and got the offer from them, I was really, really excited. But at the same time, I was super nervous and intimidated by the team, right? I was looking at this all-star team, you know, Harvard, Yale educated, serial entrepreneur in Silicon Valley, very high flying, high potential uh, junior associates as well. Um, and I felt severely underqualified. But that fear also told me that, hey, I could really learn from these people, right? This, these are the people that I sh definitely should work with if I want to grow myself. So yeah, as uh, someone who was looking to join an early team, those are the things that really matter to me. I know, Adrian, you have a lot of experience on the recruiting end uh, as well, right? Uh, we actually met when you were trying to recruit me for, for your team at Uber. So yeah, do tell. <laughs> yeah, a lot of my experience, um, especially in the region and in Vietnam, um, was building early teams. Now, I've been a part of early teams, but you know, I think one of the initial responsibilities after joining an early team is recruiting um, uh, the other team members, um, especially if you're a first person with boots on the ground. Um, and it overall is a very, very challenging responsibility. Um, number one, really understanding the dynamic of people on the ground, right? Um, there's no um, easy formula to identify um, the people that um, you're recruiting. And so looking for um, people who are, are, you know, not so risk adverse, right? They're, they're excited to take on new opportunities. They think differently. They have an outlier factor. So yeah, first, first job on the ground, you know, had to hire operations manager, marketing manager, and a GM. Um, and so one of the biggest things that I learned about for recruiting for an early team was, to really have the courage to recruit people that I thought were better than me, right? Better than me in everything that I was doing for the company. Mm -hmm. And what that meant was um, that they could truly lead um, and envision the future of the company in each of those respective areas. And so mm -hmm. it was less of them saying, hey, I'm going to work for this person, really, that we're going to work together and build the future of this company, right? Absolutely. Uh, and so the company is expanding. When you get the right people, the company is expanding very rapidly because you have, you know, two, three people that are pushing and 
their respective directions and also together to yeah. to to realize that vision, right? You know, when I was recruiting, one of the things I learned was that you get these people who are absolute magnets, right? By default, they are the people who will build the culture, right? The people that the candidates, new candidates recruits that they look up to. Um, and so there's there's no document on culture, values, and all of this. And so it's very intrinsic to who these people are, and they're going to be the first representatives of the of the company. And so, you know, you can't bake the values and culture into them. It's almost like they're coming with a a, a pretty strong idea of what that is and how they want uh, to build that. And when you put all these people in a room, then that's really where the magic happens. And so, you know, really, yeah, a lot of the the best uh, companies, they figured out a really powerful, um, motivating, captivating early team early mm-hmm. on. And that's, you know, that was their, their secret to, to, to growth. Right. Um, so yeah, that was like one of the, the biggest lessons. One of the ones I hold um, pretty, pretty close to heart and I'll share with a lot of founders uh, really getting the, those those magnetic people in the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can definitely resonate with uh, many points that you raised. Like the first one is on, you know, people being adaptable and being able to evolve. Um, I don't think any of uh, these initial hires uh, do the kind of work that was initially put on the JD um, that they saw, right? It, the role that they they took on would expand very rapidly within the team. Um, and so we definitely need people who have an appetite for that, but to be able to deal with the ambiguity in working for an early stage startup. And um, as another mentor that we have um, once said to our portfolio companies, um, they have to be able to pivot as the business pivots as well. Uh, so that's one. And then the, the, the point that you made about Magnet, I feel like that's something that a lot of founders might overlook when they made these hires. So hopefully we'll, we'll be able to dive into this a little more deeply um, in uh, other episodes of this, this season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, overall, really looking forward to hearing um, some of the struggle bus stories of recruiting the first team, uh, but also the celebrations of how you know these early team members met each other, right? Um, some of it is very serendipitous, um, coincidental, right? Um, but those relationships last a very long time, right? Absolutely. Uh, it's similar to how you and I met when I tried to recruit you for Uber. And you, know, you turned the opportunity down. That was back um, in 2015. Here we are sitting with each other um, and now working together. So really excited for this. Yeah, 100%. I was really, really uh, excited when we were able to bring you on. Uh, and it proved to me that, you know, people with um, uh, similar values and uh, people who are very like-minded, there might be opportunities down the line where uh, your paths will cross again, right? So uh, that's something that founders should keep in mind uh, to be able to go out there and meet people um, and really create an opportunity for, for them to be able to work with each other, if not right away, then sometime in the future. Absolutely. This is a people's business. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, subscribe to the ABV Founders and Friends podcast. This is Hope and Adrian. We'll see you next time.